Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, believe it by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. You know very well who you are. Don't let them hold you down. Free for the stars. You had a goal, but not that many. Cause you're the only one I'll give you good fundamentals of baseball, basketball, and football. All right. Coming to you each and every Wednesday night. We are back. Guess who's back? Hey, back at 8 o'clock. Yes, full two hours. Full round table for you. What? What else could you ask for on a Wednesday night? Well, if you can't tell, I'm excited. So I hope you are excited. Get up, get up, and get something. Don't let this Wednesday night pass you by. We're going to talk about some sports. Okay, I'm excited. <laughs> yes. But we are here to help educate the ladies on the fundamentals of baseball, basketball, and football. All right. Coming to you each and every Wednesday night, 8 p.m. There are several ways for you to join the show. One, pick up your telephone. Oh, reliable. Okay. Cell phone. Anybody still have a landline? I have my hand up. I do. (laughs) Well, pick up that phone dial, 347-826-7924. You can log on to blogtalkradio.com forward slash LL Sports 2, or you can catch us live and in living color as we will be going Facebook Live in about probably eight minutes, all right, after the first break, all right? So don't forget to follow the show. If you are not, go to that homepage, blogtalkradio.com forward slash LL Sports 2. Click on the follow link. Most importantly, make sure to activate your email, otherwise your name won't be counted. Then go to iTunes, all right? Type in LL Sports 2 with TJ and click subscribe. Just that simple, just that easy. All right, so let's see what's on my mind tonight. Oh, most of my shows are going into their season finales. Man, all my Chicago's, Chicago shows tonight, I think um, Law and Order tomorrow. But you know what um, really has me thinking is when or if the shows will be returning. We have to think about it. With all this social distancing, no one is working. So how will this affect our beloved shows and filming for the upcoming seasons, I know it's you know it's probably not uh, high up on priority, but you know, 
I have to get my mind off of all the 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 information and fake news and real news and death tolls and you know sometimes you just got to get get you know get your mind off of things and there's only so many reruns I can watch of the Cleveland Cavaliers and the uh, Washington uh, Golden State Warriors or or the Heat and the Mavericks or the Heat and the Spurs Lord I'm telling you but anyway. So we'll have to see. But what I I really hope that this will not affect the summer premiere of our spinoff from Power that's supposed to be coming up this summer. So, you know, just take a deep breath, Tina. Okay, I will. Okay. <laughs> but we'll talk about it coming up this Sunday, The Last Dance, Michael Jordan, Chicago Bulls, and the 10-part documentary. Baby, I, I, I can't wait. Okay. <sighs> On a serious note, um, today's death toll due to COVID-19 was reported at 1,907 prior to um, taking air tonight. So let's please keep these families, keep our families, our loved ones um, just uplifted in prayer. Behind each one of these numbers is a life. It's a family member. Um, it's just, it's a it's a pandemic, and um, it's real. So like I said, hopefully these next two hours, it'll get our mind off it for a little bit. All right. So let's go ahead and dive into the rundown for tonight. Can someone explain to Dak Prescott what social distancing means? This is the problem with our young folks. They just don't think. Um, we'll talk about that. i hear from him. Dr. Fauci, uh, he presents options to resume sports for the summer. Ladies, uh, we will definitely talk about that. Can't wait to hear um, the ladies' thoughts on that. Um, the NBA, they were hit with um, with a death from COVID-19, so we'll talk about that. Um, NBA, NFL, Major League Baseball news and notes. We might get to some NASCAR here. Same old story, all around the world, the same song. And, of course, um, what, uh, what what is it they call it? Um, so, uh, dang it, it'll come to me when I, when I get to it. But, of course, you know, another uh, person of <laughs> that is not of color uses the N-word. And now they need sensitivity training. That's what I was listening, looking for. All right, Wednesday Wikipedia, Lucinda's lyrics, TJ's motivational moment. You already know it's a jam-packed show. We got the two hours back for you. We're going to go ahead, jump into our first break, and then outside of the break, the round table will be set. Yes, it is full tonight. The fearsome foursome will be on the microphone. TJ, Aunt Lou, Terry, Janelle, are you ready? Are you ready? Get ready, y'all. I'm telling you, we got a jam-packed show for you. Let's go ahead and jump into our break, and we'll be right back after the break. LL Sports 2 with who? DJ and the Fearsome Foursome. Coming up, let's get it. Forget you, but it's so, so hard to make that choice. 
Yes, a little circles for you there. Atlantic Star, 347-826-7924. That is the number to call to talk to the ladies tonight. Circles. Ain't that how we feel sometimes when you listen to the president just going in circles? I'll tell you what. But I tell you what. That's that's where the circle's in tonight. That's that's where it ends tonight. Because we're about to bring in the ladies, the, the fearsome foursome here. Round table is set. Woo! Ladies! Hey, Lou! Terry! Sit down! Hello, ladies! Good evening, hey, DJ! Hey. How y'all doing? Hi, Miss Terry, and hello, Janelle. Welcome hello. back. Thank you. Wonderful, wonderful. You know what? I, I just have to put it out there. Now, hey, Lou, don't, don't take this the wrong way because I'm not insinuating that you don't. But I just love how Terry come on here. She's like, good evening, ladies. That's what I'm talking about. I, I just, I just love that. <laughs> I've been well, excited, I, y'all, to get him. Why would I be offended, darling? What? No, because I didn't want you to be like, well, Tina, don't I come on excited? Because you do, but, you know. I, I was just I trying to get ahead of her. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> don't be messy, TJ. Don't be messy. Ladies, so good to have y'all back. Harry and Janelle, we missed y'all last week, but you know, things things come up, you know, in life. But let me tell you, we are always happy to have you at the round table each and every week. Shout out to Bobby Terry. I see you, Jerome Boogeyman in the house. Boogeyman, they don't let you out of of Facebook jail again. I've been missing you, brother. Brian, what's going on? (laughs) If y'all don't see uh, Brian's um, Facebook karaoke, it, it is free. Brian, I love you. And my Auntie Karen in the house. Charmaine, what's going on? Thank y'all so much. And you already know, Denise Green holding down the fort, uh, holding down the timeline for your girl. Shout out to each and every one of y'all tonight. Thank y'all for tuning into the show. All right, ladies. So, uh, well, real quick, I, I definitely want to. Everyone, how's everyone doing? Um, you know, especially you know with COVID going on, everyone doing good. Families doing all right. Everybody. All is well. Yes, ma'am. Well, well, well. Is that well that everyone is doing well? <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I love it. I love it. All right, ladies, so let's go ahead and jump into it. We don't have to. Ooh, just We can we can take a whoop-saw moment tonight. That one hour, I'm telling you, it just go by so quick. But now we can actually talk, have conversation about several different uh, different stories here. Idris, I see you in the house. Idris, you joining Brian with those karaoke uh, videos as well. I love it, love it. Y'all keep it coming. All right, y'all. So they always manage to get in the news. They always manage to do this, the Dallas Cowboys. If it ain't one thing, it's another. Okay. <laughs> the Cowboys. But this time, Dak Prescott, he holds a um, a birthday dinner. Okay, it wasn't a party, it was a birthday dinner uh, for one of his friends. His compadre was in the house running back Ezekiel Elliott and uh, someone in his camp thought it necessary to take video and to share it with TMZ. Now that's a whole different uh, conversation right there. We'll probably dive into that as well. But everyone knows the uh, restrictions and, you know, what they've, what they've asked of us, I should say, um, just as law-abiding citizens, um, do not have social gatherings, um, especially if they're saying a minimum of 10 people, 
But I really think if you read between the lines, they're really saying, okay, if the people don't reside at your home, keep them away just for a little while. I know it's so crazy. I know that, you know, you want to get out. You want to, you know, have people over. You, you, you just want to feel like normal in some sense. Um, they've, they've created Zoom. I think it's been around for a while. But, you know, that's what the telephone is for. Uh, we have, you know, all the space time and all of that. But Dak Prescott, he thought it necessary to have a dinner party, um, had some friends over. Someone called the police. The police did come. No one, you know, no one was arrested or anything like that. Um, they showed, whoever took the pictures of his home, showed a picture of some catering. So there was an abundance of food, which made you think it was a little bit more than 10 people. And it had first been reported there were um, 30 guests that were invited. Well, Dak Prescott, you know, of course, he heard the backlash and everything, and he took to uh, NFL, actually NFL Network Insider Ian Rappaport, um, obtained a statement that was released by Dak Prescott, and it reads, quote, I understand and accept that there are additional responsibilities and media scrutiny that come with being an NFL quarterback, but it is very frustrating and disappointing when people provide completely inaccurate information from anonymous sources, especially now. He goes on to say, to set the record straight, I know that we all need to do our best to socially distance, and like everyone else, I am continuing to adjust to what that requires. But the truth is that I was in that I was with fewer than ten people for a home dinner, not a party on Friday night. I am very sensitive to the challenges we are all facing, and making sure to support the first responders and medical personnel and everyone else putting in long hours. We are all at a time when we need to keep educating ourselves about the importance of health and isolation during this pandemic, and I will continue to make sure to do my part by following the guidelines until we are approved to start returning to normal activities, end quote. Ladies, I know he's young, uh, but he is the face of the franchise of the Dallas Cowboys. But my first question to you, and I do want to hear your thoughts on just the overall, you know, him having the, the social gathering and all that. But my first question, if the Cowboys would have locked up, locked Dak Prescott up in a long-term contract and not given him the, um, the franchise, franchise tag, do you think Dak would have still held this little gathering? Um, Terry, I want to start with you. Now, repeat that for me, Tina. Do you think if Dak had signed the long-term contract, meaning if he, if the Cowboys didn't offer him that franchise tag, do you think if they would have taken care of business, given him the long-term contract, do you think Dak would have held this, this, uh, this little gathering? I think he, I think he would have. Hmm, okay. Yeah, I think, I think he would have. I don't think they would have had any bearing on it. Hmm. Okay. All right, now go ahead and give me your just your overall thoughts on the fact that you My overall thoughts on it. Yeah, my overall thoughts as far as him having, whether it was six people, five people, ten people, um, you know, they said no no social gathering. Unless, it, you know, you with family and you live with family, um, that, that all could have waited, you know, because you put not only putting – you know, your life is in danger, but you're putting everyone else's lives in danger. And this um, virus is serious, and people need to take it serious. 
Mm. All right. Hey, Lou, your thoughts. Uh, I I agree with uh, Miss Terry. Okay. And uh, do you agree with her as well that um, not the Cowboys not locking him up in a long term contract? If he would have changed, if he would have done anything different. Uh, yeah, pretty much. Okay. All right. Uh, real quick, before Janelle, before we get to you, Jerome says they only showed three or four people in the pictures, so they should leave that man alone. Old neighbors called the police. Let's see if I can see the rest of this. Please let me see the rest. Okay. Old neighbors on younger athletes all the time. The police would have said it was more than ten. Okay. All right, Jerome. Janelle, your thoughts. I'm in agreement with Ms. Terry and the fact that I don't think it would have made a difference. Um, he's a millennial. Millennials don't listen to anything. They're hard-headed. They think they're invincible. So I honestly believe that that wouldn't have made a difference. Um, I will say I also agree with her and, um, and the fact that it doesn't matter if it was one person or or ten people. He shouldn't have had anyone over there because when you're practicing social distancing, unless that person is living in the house with you, you should not have anyone over to the house. Period. Doesn't matter what the situation. You, I, I don't, I don't know how often you're looking at the news, but you notice that you know there are people who have lost loved ones from this thing and haven't even gone to the funerals because of this social distancing thing. So what gives him? The the idea that it's okay to throw throw a dinner party it doesn't matter how many people were there. Amen. You are so right with that, and Jerome, I I, I do appreciate. Uh, please, y'all keep the, keep the comments coming on the timeline. Um, but I think this just goes to show the. I don't want to say if I don't want to Thor, but just the. Um, I don't want to call it arrogance either, but um, young people today, they're oblivious. You know, I, I know, you know, I think back to when I was in my 20s. Yeah, we thought we were invincible. You know, we, we knew that the world was ahead of us. You know, we had a whole life ahead of us. But I don't necessarily know if I would have taken something this serious this lightly as well. Um, all you have to do is look on the news. And I know... It is hard. It is hard to watch the CNN. It's hard to watch your local news because that's all that they talk about, the pandemic, the death. Um, you know, you look on, you see Detroit, you see New York, um, Chicago, California. Um, it's a lot, but it's a lot for a reason. You see these first responders, you see these nurses and these doctors just breaking down. They're like at their at their breaking point, just crying on TV because they're seeing all of this death. I don't care what anybody says. Anybody in the healthcare professional, yes, they took an oath to save lives. They didn't take an oath to see this signed up to see this much. Um, and you have just people are making make more, bringing in um, ice trucks, uh, taking over ice rinks because the, the death toll is just that that phenomenal. And for you to just think it's okay because they said the minimum of 10 and you keep it down to five or six, that's really not the point. 
The point is really for you not to have the gathering. Um, so if if that's what they need to say, nobody can have any type of gathering, then maybe that's what they need to say. Um, because nobody had a mask on. I, you know, now they're saying the gloves don't really help, but, you know, there was no sense of, of responsibility there because now that you all have gathered to get, gathered together, now you have to go home to your respectful home, respectful home. Who's to say who's living with you? Or maybe you have to go visit your grandparents in, in, in two days or, or your aunt or who you're coming in contact with. And, yes, you know, we have to go to the store, we have to do but but when you are out amongst other people, it's your responsibility to protect yourself from them and to protect them from, from you. Um, I just I was so disappointed. I really was. And I don't know, ladies. I I don't know if um, if him signing the contract would have would have made a difference. I tend to think he would. Because I think he would have put just a little bit more thought in being the face of the franchise and saying, mm, is this really a good idea? I really don't want to rock the boat. I could be wrong. I don't know. We we know we don't know that to be a, a rebel or you know what I'm saying? And I just think that this was a and he had his Ezekiel Elliott over there with him. One of the two brothers should have been like, Nah man, you dog, you think it's a good idea? Well, I don't know. Yeah, maybe not, you know, let's somebody. I don't know. Maybe I'm giving him too much credit. We'll never know now because he he had the party. <laughs> Three four seven eight two six seven nine two four. That is the number to call to talk to the ladies tonight on LL Sports Two. Um, but I don't know, Dak. I just say this: call up Carl Anthony Town and see about how serious this is. All right. Um, and for those of you who do, who may not know, Carl Anthony Town, the forward for the Minnesota Timberwolves. He lost his mother on Sunday um, due to COVID-19. So I don't know. Um, just something for us to think about. All right. All right, ladies. Let's move to this topic right here. I want to know your thoughts. I can't wait to talk about this. So Dr. Anthony Fauci, y'all know who he is. He's been on uh, the news with, with the president every day with these uh, COVID-19 press conferences. So he has laid out a possible plan on how to turn this summer. Yes! There might be light at the end of the tunnel. So he was speaking to Peter Hamby via Snapchat, and he says, I quote, there's a way of doing that. Nobody comes to the stadium. Put the players in big hotels, wherever you want to play, keep them very well surveyed. Have them tested every single week and make sure they don't wind up infecting each other or their family and just let them play the season out. End quote. We all know Dr. Fauci. He is the director of the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases. Like I said, he's been on with the president pretty much every day for his White House briefings. So, again, basically um, nobody would come to the stadium. So all the teams would be playing to empty stadiums or arenas um, and put the players in. Uh, he said big hotels, but, of course, they would have to be in big hotels to, to accommodate everyone. Um, keep them very well surveilled and have the players tested every week. Ladies, my question, does this sound feasible to you and do you think it would allow for us to have sports returning as early as this summer? Um, hey, Lou, let's have you start. Uh, 
It could, yeah, it, it, it's feasible. They could, they could do that. But it's just, you know, you just got to be stay on top of it. That's all. Mm-hmm. Stay on top of it and don't, don't miss a beat with, you know, checking the temperatures and all that kind of stuff. Uh, but I, you know, it's, I, I just think that it, you know, uh, it, at one point that this, this virus should be, you know, gone to the point where you don't have to be doing this on a daily basis. Because it's like it's taking over our, our lives now, you know what I mean? Right. And I know we're not going to ever go back to being the same way we were before this. But at some point, we need to, it should, you know, we should get it out of here. You know what I mean? Completely. Right. So, that's my thought. Okay. But but it, it does something, sound like something that possibly, you know, sounds feasible to you. Yeah, it does. Oh. All right. Janelle? Um, I I hate to um I I hate to say this because I'm partial to bringing the sports back because I'm like you I need something but yes I I as much as I feel like it would be strange not to have um an actual audience I would prefer us to have something mm-hmm. um. And if that's the way they have to do it, especially, and we're talking about keeping them safe and testing them every week, then, yeah, I, I could definitely go for that. Okay. All right. Terry? I agree with the latest. I think it's feasible. Um, but they also, like Ms. Lucinda said, that they need to make sure they're on the to- on top of things as far as making sure they check the temperatures Um you know, on a regular basis, they're going to check it, you know, throughout the week. They need to make sure they don't miss a beat. But it is, I do see that it's being feasible. Mm-hmm. Okay. So then let me ask you this, ladies. Is it that we don't care about the health of the of the athletes? I, now, I know we said that, uh, you know, Dr. Dr. said that they would test each week to see if they're, you know, I guess if they have the fever, because really that's all you're testing for. Well, well testing to make sure that they're positive. I take that back. Um, and then I assume that, you know, if they test positive, then they would have to be quarantined or what have you. But they've already been exposed to the players. Um, we all know that it's an airborne, you know, disease. So if anybody would catch it, it would be athletes because you're in the close proximity, especially like on with basketball, um, football players, you know, they're in close contact, wet, um, you know, just just the close proximity that they would have to be in. So are we sacrificing athletes for our own gratification? <laughs> We're back on, on, you know, on on TV? No. <laughs> Whoever wants to jump in, just jump in. No, I don't think we are sacrificing it at some point. I just think you need to beat something. You know what I mean? Um, if something is going to always overtake you, you know, then it's like you haven't mastered it. And so with them getting out there and saying that I'm I'm trying to get back to as much normalcy as I can, then, you know, I'd say uh, kudos and my hat goes off to them. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But you just can't stay in the house forever. Okay. You know, uh, you know and, and then things that you enjoy doing, you know, sports, I mean, that's part of, part of us, America, you know, we have those things going on and stuff. And I just, I just don't think no, that, I just think that you should try to, you know, at least get back to some normalcy. That's just my take on it. Okay. 
Karen Janelle? I like that. I put on that okay, armor. Put on that armor. Put on that armor of God and and go on. Mm-hmm. Like Ms. Lucinda, we can't, you know, we can't let things just confine us, you know. Mm-hmm. And you have a passion for something, you know. You have to go for it, you know. Just mm-hmm. push and trust God. Yes. Come on. Okay, Janelle. I agree with the lady. Um, one thing that I, I want to point out, you mentioned that, um, and that's the point I was trying to make. It's not that I was that I'm, I'm being selfish and wanting to sacrifice the health, but a lot of the interviews that I've seen, everybody's ready to get back to work. Everybody's, you know, athletes are ones that that crave that. Um, that uh, that social um, activity that they that they get once they're um, when they're playing you know against each other when they're uh, playing in front of an audience um, I don't think that we're sacrificing them but the thing is like Miss Lucinda said you need they need to make sure that they are avid about um, holding to testing them regularly taking temperatures and things like that and I can't see how if everyone is testing negative how that would be putting anyone in danger if no one has it. Um, it, it would be a situation oh. with the with as soon the second someone has positive, they immediately remove them from the scenario and move on with everyone else. Mm-hmm. So I, I feel like in order for us to be able to take a step forward, we've got to start somewhere. So mm-hmm. it, it's a process of elimination. We try it, it works, it works. If it doesn't, then we move on to the next idea. Okay. Okay. That's, y'all make a very good point. Jerome says, I think we're going to have sports, but it's going to be in, in an empty stadium. It's going to be strange. No home field advantage, really. No crowd noise. And then he goes on to say, LeBron James said he ain't shaking. Hold on. LeBron James said he ain't shaking hands with nobody no more, but he's going to be out there playing ball with everybody sweat on it. They're taking out their mouthpieces and putting their hands back on the ball. So if he ain't going to shake hands, he shouldn't play ball no more. That's a very good point because I was going to say, shaking hands is really irrelevant, especially with basketball, uh, football. And baseball, not so much because only really the pitcher and, you know, whoever's uh, in the outfield, they're the ones that are handling the balls um, pretty much for, for baseball. But basketball, that's one of the nastiest sports because you see all the time how players are like will lick their hands and, and you put their hands on the ball. Football, the same thing. So, um, you know, yeah, shaking your hands, shaking hands is really irrelevant when it comes to sports. Um, you know, as a fan of sports, I whatever can get these brothers and sisters back on the court field, it I'm all for it. I do want them to be healthy. Um, I do want us to look out for, you know, their well being because they have so, you know, none of us want to be selfish to that degree. But um I, if I could see, you know, um I'm to the point now how I get with preseason. Well not, well, not preseason, I'm sorry, with um, leading up to preseason because, you know, NFL Network, they'll go and show a whole season of games right before preseason starts. And I'm tired of watching reruns. You know, even though I, I watch the game, like, I don't know what the outcome is going to be, but that's just for my own sanity. Um, but I'm, I'm ready to see some new, some live games. But then I, that leads me to the question of ladies, and let's be realistic. How long do you really think we can sustain? Well, this is kind of a two-part question, um, so I ask 
part first. How long do you really think it would sustain us to see games played with no fans? I think it's going to be great at first, you know, the first month, too much, especially like with basketball, because right now we would have all three sports. Well, not right now, sorry. Basketball and um, baseball would be on now. So at least probably like the first couple of months, it would probably be great because, like I said, we're just starving for some for some live action. But let the novelty of that wear off a little bit. Do you think that having the empty stadium stands would affect you in the long run? Yes, I, I think, think it would. Okay, well, oh, I'll go, go, You can go. You go, no. Janelle. Okay. I'll go. Well, me, I think it would. For me, I think it would because um, I think it would because of the fact that uh, at least, especially with baseball, because half of us are thrilling watching. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Okay, half of um half of the thrill with baseball is um is watching um the audience interaction. Uh, baseball for me is almost like watching golf. It's one of the most boring things. It's not unless you're there in person that it becomes thrilling, you know, a thrilling game to watch. With basketball, it's it's somewhat the same thing because you know the the crowd is what what puts the players, you know, what gets the players hyped, especially when they're, you know, you're you're talking about a team who have a serious rivalry against each other. Uh, it's the the audience is what makes the the game fun to watch. It's the interaction with the players. Mm-hmm. So I I'm, I'm I agree. I think it's going to be a short lived thing. It's going to get boring quick, but it's better than having nothing at all. Because I'm like you, can't watch another rerun. I can't do it. <laughs> right. Okay. Um. Uh. Harry, go ahead. I agree. Uh, I agree with Janelle. It's you know it's probably going to be short, but um, it all will depend on the teams that's playing. How the you know if it's a rivalry team, you know what they're doing. Do they have any chemistry? The chemistry that they have out there on the mm-hmm. uh, court, whether or not you know it's going to make a big difference or it's going to last longer or you know it's just going to be just for, you know, a quick minute. Mm-hmm. Okay. Hey, Lou? I totally, I agree totally with the ladies. Um, shortly, they're going to have to come up with something. You know, like I said, people going to have to eventually come out. You know, people got to come out and the social distancing, we're not going to be six feet from each other, you know, before it's all over. What, is the virus just going to stay here forever and it never leaves? You know, is my question. You know, um, and 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 you know, people are either they're gonna die, and I'm not being cold or nothing like that. But it's, it's either people are gonna die or they're gonna over, you know, overcome the virus. And mm-hmm. so, in saying that, and so is it just gonna linger in the United States of America into the world ends, or what? Well, it's you know, think about it, Aunt Lou. It will be here forever, I think. It's like the flu. I mean, you know, this is just a different, a different. Um, I don't know if it's a different strain, strain. I don't know what's what I want to look for. But it's. Um, but the thing that's going to happen is that they're going to find a vaccine for it, just like they found a vaccine for the regular flu. Some people can take it. Some people get the flu and 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 recover. 
Some people actually die from the flu. And if you think about any disease that has ever come come over, you know, the nation or the world, nobody's been cured of anything. What they do is they find a vaccine for it and allow you to live with it. Mm-hmm. People, there, there's nothing that's ever come across and, and it's been totally cured. You just take, you take the medicine, get over it, and you move on. So, no, it's never going to leave. It's just a matter of when will they find a vaccine that will work for predominantly all of the nation. Um, so that's that's one thing you know that that we can we can bank on. It, it's not going anywhere. Um, as far as you know, like I said, I think it's going to um, it's going to be good for a while. Um, but especially like when football comes around. And the the mayor of Los Angeles today came out saying that, you know, he doesn't foresee any, like, concerts, uh, sporting events up until 2021. So I don't know if that's a decision that each mayor can make for their own city. But if you have a, if you have a, a mayor that's shutting down his city, what happens to those sporting teams? You have the Los Angeles Chargers and Rams, two NFL. You have the, what, the Dodgers? Um, I think that's the only one in LA as far as as far as baseball. Um, I mean basketball. You got the Clippers and the Lakers. So if the mayor says, regardless of whatever happens, we're not socializing until 2021, does that mean that the team can't play? Yeah, that's a good question, DJ. It's a good question. You know, so it's like um, this this giving, um, you know, the the people in the organization something to think about, the owners and and players, it's giving top top brass in everyone's, you know, state, the mayors, the the, the governors, and, you know, what's for little fans, we just just have to roll with it. Um, So I don't know, but let's go to the phone lines. We have somebody that wants to talk to us and chime in. One minute here. All right, now we got a visitor. Three one four three three eight one. You are on with the ladies of sports. Tell us your name and where you're calling from. Hey, I'm calling from the Midwest. My name's Pianchi. You know, uh, some of these reports is bogus on people dying, especially when they're saying black is dying. And the headline is designed to create emotions and inflame. Let me give you an example. I'll give you two examples. In St. Louis, they say 84% of the people dying in St. Louis are black. Okay. Okay. City of St. Louis got 157,000 black people. 157,160. Okay. According to a report by NPR where this story headline appeared, they go on into the body of the story, and they said, thus far, 19 people have died in the city of St. Louis, and 17 of them were black. That's 84%. You got blacks running around, show hoes, activists saying, yeah, they're killing us. 84% of all of the deaths are black. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? I give you another example. Same thing in Louisiana. 
what do you say, 70% of the deaths are black. Mm-hmm. If you take New Orleans, it has 233,587 blacks. They make up 59% of the of the population of New Orleans. Now, just recently came out and said how many people died in New Orleans. But what I done, I took the total number of deaths attributed to convict per NPR, and they said 70%. They said it was 755. And it went up a little bit. Okay. You can say 840 or whatever. Mm-hmm. At seventy percent or seven fifty five, that's the whole state. Because they never showed how many was dead in New Orleans. Seven fifty five is the whole state. Seventy percent of that is five hundred and twenty nine. If all right. the death was in New Orleans, which it wasn't, right? That means you got five hundred twenty nine people, black people dying from COVID, and the population is two hundred thirty three thousand five hundred eighty seven. That's less than two-tenths of a percent. But okay. people look at the 70%. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, what if we all know that there's fake news out there? You said your name is Pianchi? Pianchi, yeah. Pianchi, okay, yeah. thank you. And where are you calling from? Well, actually, I'm calling from the Gulf area right now. Oh. I just want to put that out there. People need to be need to think critically when they hear things that's designed to... Uh, get you all excited and scared and everything all else. Right. Yeah, because right. these these news media is playing games. But anyway, yeah, it's, I, it's up to each, it's up to each individual person to do their own research. And, and I do know that um, you know all the news out there is, is not um, it's not accurate. However, um, there are there is a substantial number of people that are dying from COVID. So and it's and it's nothing that that we need to take lightly. Um, now, and I think it's I, honestly, in my opinion, this is my opinion. I don't care who, if it's black, white, Asian, who's dying. People are dying from this, um, and it just needs to be. Be well, um, you know, you know that's another thing too. The virus is not killing people. It's, it's the, the underlying issues fact. that people have exactly. that your body is already fighting. Or are you taking medication to keep you alive? Exactly. So if your immune system is already being taxed. Mm-hmm. You got hypertension, diabetes, and right. probably have some illness with your kidneys or something. Well, there's three right. things going on in your body. Now, introduce another. See, if you introduce the flu, it's cool because it has a antibody within your DNA that been able to handle the flus that your body has seen. But when something new come along, right? Well, it don't know how to handle it until it learns, and right. that's what's killing people. That's true. Well, did you have a, a, any thoughts on on the uh, sports coming back this summer? Do you think that that's a good idea that they go ahead and allow sports to come back this summer without fans in the stands, Bianchi? Well, I don't know how this going to work. I've never seen this before, and I'm older than both of y'all. <laughs> and, uh, but it's, it's four of us on here. <laughs> we're all four of you put together, and I never have seen that before. It'd be interesting. I don't I, I don't know how it would work because you got uh the sports teams depend on concessions and everything else. And right. if you don't have all that going on, I don't know what to tell you. 
Yeah. Okay. Perfect segue. Thank you, Pianti. All right. Well, thank you so much for, for coming in tonight and, and sharing your thoughts with us and giving us all right. Yeah, I like that. How old are you? Oh, well, he just dropped off. Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> I like him, though. He's coming on just so calm. We Testosterone girls, we need that. Yes, well, he brings up a very good point, and I, I wanted to, I wanted to, um, you know, dive into that. So we'll tell you what we'll do. We'll go ahead and jump into a quick break, and then on the outside of this, we will talk about how this is affecting. Uh, you know, that's another main main part of it: the workers, mm-hmm. the stadium staff. Um, you know, with no fans in the stand, people are still unemployed. How does that help the economy? So we'll talk about that, and of course, much more. We'll be come back from the break. A full round table tonight. TJ, include Terry, and Janelle. We will be right back after the break.
it's no secret. Ladies love sports, too, with TJ. Yes, they do. 347-826-7924. That is the number to call to talk to the ladies tonight on LL Sports 2. Yeah, a little joystick for you there. The Daz Band. I'm telling you, whatever is going on in life, just put on some good music. Music that you like. You know, I know everything is not everybody's cup of tea, but just give me some good funk and I can get out of any type of mood I'm in. Okay. Ladies, you back with me? Yes. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. Yes. All right, let's see. Uh, all right. We're going to see you. Kelly Johnson in the house. My Auntie Kim Street. Frederick. Oh, I'm going too fast. Wait a minute now. Timeline. Hold on now. Hold on, Kim. I'm sorry. Alberto, I see you in the house. Frederick moves on. Thank you so much. That's my Auntie. Oh, hold on. Frederick says, this pandemic is killing me, Tina. Ready for things to get back to normal. Boy, you ain't never lied. Drone says, don't go to the hospital. Drone, you are in rare form tonight. That's why you keep getting put in the in the um, in the Facebook lockup. Cause you just don't know how to act sometimes. And Ken says people need to read the Bible. Everything that it says is happening. Get yourselves right. You better say it, ain't Karen? You better get it together. <laughs> Wesley in the house. That's my auntie Lou. Miss Kennebrew in the house. Tony Maddox. Thank y'all so much for tuning in to the show tonight. All right. So um. Yeah, uh, shout out to Pionki there. He, he uh, gave us the whole rundown and how many people there, are, how many black people there are living in East City. And uh, I, you know, he didn't give us a chance. I want to know, know where he worked or, or how was he getting, uh, you know, his information because he got it down to the common denominator, didn't he, lady? Yes, but my problem with that is anytime I hear somebody spitting out numbers like that, if you're going to spit the numbers, spit them all. Because when you look at the dynamics of the situation within a city, and the two cities in particular that he named, those are cities that um, blacks are are prone to um, be more likely to get those those type of um, other things happening to them, like hypertension and things like that, because of the way they eat, because of not um, having proper health care, because of a lot of different things. You can't just look at one side of it and not look at the entire thing. Yes, it's true. The news does inflate things. But if you look at the scenario as a whole, instead of just looking at bits and pieces, that's that's why it drives me crazy when people, you know, make comments like if, um, that this disease is just killing black people or just doing this or doing that. It's not a matter of what's happening. It's the dynamics of the, the particular city that they're in, what type of, um, health care these people get and what type of things are these people going through before they catch this disease. You know, when you look at the fact that there is attacking older people, older people are more susceptible to it because they're in the situation that they're in, their immune systems are weakened. So don't just look at one side of things and don't look at everything. It's a reason why it may just be 70% or 84% or in some cases, um, like I know I think they said in Detroit, it was 64% that it was killing black people. And it's not killing black people. It takes them because of out, outer lying things. Don't just look at one side of it. Yeah, All right. Very good point. All right. And like I said, that's, that's not what's killing you know, COVID. It is the underlying issues. But just like you said, Janelle, that's what they were saying at first, that it was attacking, attacking the elderly, that it was attacking people with underlying issues. You have young people that seemingly, according to their family members, were healthy, and they're dying. So, uh-huh. as, 
progressing. They don't know. Nobody knows. Only know only people know that it is God. Only God. And I'm gonna say this COVID nineteen is not discriminating. That's that's what one thing that I can honestly take away from this. It is not discriminating. Old, young, black, white, Asian, young, poor, uh, big, skinny, it doesn't matter. Mexican, Puerto Rican, Indian. Huh? What you saying, Lou? I said Mexican, Puerto Rican, Indian. Did you say Chinese? <laughs> oh Lord! Leave it to A. Lou. Shout out to A. Lou. Hey Johnson in the house. I see you. Top uh, TikTok King in the house. Billy, I see you. Thank you so much for tuning into the show. Tony Maddox, Billy the Lion King, Cologne. Am I saying that right? Cologne Junior. All right. Thank y'all so much for tuning in the house. West Monroe representing Jay Johnson. I'm so glad to see that um everyone is all right from Monroe. Uh, they had a big storm, a tornado come through there um, over the weekend. So, that out to you. Monroe in the house. Monroe, Louisiana, that is. <laughs> All right, y'all. So, um, yep, uh, Pioca, he, he, uh, he kind of touched on it, though. That is another, another I guess, side that I wanted to bring up with you ladies to get your thoughts on because by opening up, you know, the season for basketball, baseball, and, and football in the summer, like I said, we definitely want to see it. Um, even if it is with nobody in the stands. But then I guess um, that's where I wanted to kind of piggyback off of, you know, are we just, I don't want to say taking advantage of the athletes, but we know that revenue comes from TV, you know, commercials and and, and all of that, um, TV revenue. But it also comes from the revenue of the, the, the revenue of what they make at the arena each and every game. So you have no one in the stands, you still – are not helping those that are employed by these organizations. No one is there to pop the popcorn. No one is there to sell it. No one is there to, to buy the beer and the, and the alcohol. No one, there's no one there to buy the par, um, you know the paraphernalia, the jerseys. And you, know, you got, got to get everything from, what, NFL shop, Major League Baseball. So, I mean, again, um, is it, I don't want to say is it worth it because, I, I, I can answer that. Yes, it is. But I mean, I guess um, you know, shouldn't all of that be taken into consideration when they think about opening, you know, opening things back up for for sports to to resume in the summer? Or should it should it not matter? And we just get the players out there the best way we can. Um, hey, Lou, let's start with you. I think it's oh, no, go ahead. Who was that, Terry? I think you know it's um. It's really, you know, like up to the players if they they want to get back out there, they want to open up things, get back out there and just play, you know, because they probably going, uh, going crazy just, you know, being at home or not being able to get out and, you know, and to do their, you know, exercise their their day to day routine, you know. Mm-hmm. So it may just be the fact that they just want to get back out, you know, just get back out there to play. You know, give give the fans something, even though you know we can't actually sit there in the stadium to watch them. You know, we just have to, you know, watch them from TV, watch them from home. You know. Mm-hmm. Well, let me pick back off that real quick, Terry. Is it that they want to get out there to help, you know, suffice the fans, or do they want to get paid? They can't get paid if they're just sitting at home and going. Both, both, probably more so okay. to be paid. Yeah, yeah, they need that that check like we do. Yeah. 
with no income coming in from sales of the stadium, if there's no fans, how will that affect their salary? Because, like I said, it's no fault of anybody. It really isn't. So like, we, we can't punish the players for not being able to be out there for social distancing. But then again, you can't really punish the owners either. Mm-hmm. The players can't get out there. So it's 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 sticky. It's a mess, baby. It's a mess, I tell you. Guys gonna have to come and and clean up and fix it and do and you know make it right. I just hope though, from all this, when all this is over, um, that you know people really start kind of uh, evaluating their lives and stuff and what's really important and what isn't. You know what I mean? Because God didn't put you here. Uh, now you locked up with your family. If you don't like your family, Lord have mercy. You won't have to stay with them. You know what I mean? Cause you can't go. You can't even go outside. You can't go outside. You hear me? And so, so it's just like I just I just hope that they 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 they, they uh, realize it's like what is important to me? Me going over here to you know just be at a bar or something, and I'm going and you know and having a hors d'oeuvres, or you know we going hanging out with my 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 coworkers and stuff like that. Then you got your family at home, don't even know how to teach your kids. You know your kids. Uh, I mean, if they're smart, it's not because of you, because you're never there with them. And now you got to actually teach them, and you're pulling your hair out. You might not have any maids in your house right now because they can't come over because you want in if they got the virus. So you got to clean your house. You know, that's what I just, just need to evaluate. They just need to realize, you know, it's like we take stuff for granted. We don't know how blessed we are. You know what I mean? We are so blessed. And, I, and I'm, I'm saying it comical in a way, but it's like I am so serious. Yeah. It just makes you think, girl. Makes you, you know how they say these, these things just make you want to say, mm. you know. But it's just I, I just hope you know that they that they reevaluate everything. You know, what is going right. on, and who am I? What what type of person man I am I? You know what I mean? You know, and and they can see themselves in this, see where they need to grow. You know, and and more importantly, get closer to God. That's all I want to say. Okay. Thank you so much for tuning in to the show. 347-826-7924. That is the number to call to talk to the ladies tonight. Ain't Lou, Terry, Janelle, TJ in the house. So, um, but yeah, very, very good points there, Ain't Lou, because it should definitely give all of us a a sense, um, you know, what's important um, to us and, and for us. Um, I mentioned it at the top of the show, though. Let's definitely please um, keep uh, the family of Carl Anthony Towns in our prayers because he did lose his mother. Um, she died from complications due to coronavirus on Monday. Um, she was only 58 years old. They're saying that uh, she had been, uh, both his mother and father had contracted uh, COVID-19, and father was able to, you know, recover. Um, but the mother, she had been suffering for a little over a month. Um, she just you know, once she um, got to the hospital, just never quite overcome it. Her fever never would break. Um, she ended up having to be on the ventilator and, you know, just um, succumb to to, to COVID um, on Monday. So I'm just saying that, you know, she was one of those moms that everybody on the team loved. Um, she was real close. Um, her and her and Carl Anthony were, were very close and, it's just it like it's just another stark reminder. I guess that's why I say we you know when people try to put in the numbers and put in the race, and I, it doesn't matter. You know, people people are losing their loved ones over this, and, and that's that's the bottom line. 
Um, again, 347-826-7924. That is the number to call to talk to the ladies tonight on LL42. All right, so we're going to get uh, back here to some football news. So, um, so I guess, ladies, and right now we don't care if there's nobody in the stands. Um, <laughs> we will <laughs> we, we will deal with that accordingly, you know, when, when the time comes. But I know me, and I know that, you know, and I was thinking about this. I don't know if it's the fact that I would not want to watch the games with nobody in the stands. Or it's the fact that I personally couldn't go because there's a lot of teams that I'm looking forward to my to my 49ers playing this season, and I really wanted to go to these games. So again, coming from a totally selfish place, I can admit that. But uh, that's be good for about a good month, and then after a month, I'm gonna be like, look, now somebody needs to be sitting in the seat. I might have to call the commissioner and be like, can I be that one? Well, I nobody else. I'll be okay. I'll be that one. But no. Oh, um, <laughs> we, we, yes, I'm rocking my Bulls uh, paraphernalia now because the last dance is about to come on Sunday. I got to, I got to be happy about something because my Bulls, they're not doing it. Shout out to the Bulls, though. They, they fired Gar Foreman. We might be move, moving on now. Ooh, a winning time. Okay. Somebody, please do something for the Chicago Bulls. But again, we're gonna we're gonna relive these glory days here for the next uh till May seventeenth. So I'm happy about that. Oh Bulls. Anyway, let's get back to some football, y'all. Ooh, and sing. Okay, so a lot of teams uh want to do uh, going through makeovers. This Janelle and Terry wanna know your thoughts on your, your team's new uniforms this season. Now, can I just put this caveat out there? I really don't see a difference. That's just me, maybe because I'm not a soccer fan. But, lady, what do you think about your new, um, if they get out there, but the, the new. Did you actually just say you don't see a difference, TJ? It's, it's a big difference. It is. Oh. Well, maybe because it's the Falcons. I don't know. What's the difference? I'm going to be like you. Tina, I'm not doing this with you today. I'm not. Oh, I, I'm not doing it with you today. Um, but I happen to be one that every time a new jersey comes out, I buy it. This is this um, particular jersey is drastically different. I really love the red one. Um, I have to have one in all three colors, so. But I, I really love that red one, that red and black one. Mm-hmm. Okay. What? But what's the difference, though, really? I mean, is it just the design of it? Uh, is it, are the letters different? Uh, combination. It's a combination. Okay. The, um, if you look at the new, if you look at the new jerseys, on the new jerseys, it literally just has ATL in the front. The sides they are no longer the um, stripes that come down the side that they're no longer there. Um, you know the, what? You are right. Uh, I did notice no ATL. You're right. I, I, I did notice that. Okay. See how you got to be picking on our folks. Terry, don't no, let her I'm, do that to us. I'm not don't, picking. Don't let her do that to us. I'm not, I'm not picking. I just, uh, I, I really didn't notice. Yeah, I didn't notice. But, but yeah, I I do recall the ATL now being across the, the front of the jersey now. Yep. Going in and out, I can barely understand what you guys are saying. Ooh. I'm sorry, Miss Terry. Can you hear us? 
Yeah, I can hear you, but it's just like Janelle is, is going in and going out. I can bear like she's in a tunnel or something, and, and then you go come in and you go out. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, well, Janelle, are you having issues? Hey, Lou, are you having issues? I can issues? hear you now. No, I, no, I hear everybody clearly. Everyone clearly. Okay. All right. Okay. So, so there is. I'm sorry. Might be something on your end. Yeah, it may be on my end. Okay. But we'll definitely just let us know if you if you can't hear us. So, okay. But I asked the question: your your new uniforms, the Falcons' new uniforms for this season. You know, to, to be honest, I really hadn't paid the uniform that much um, attention until you just posed that question, and, and Janelle said the ATL is on the front mm-hmm. because I'm just looking at that they look similar to you know the old uniforms that they had. Thank you, thank you, Terry. Yeah, okay. I mean, I did, and I, you know, Janelle, I got your back all the way, one hundred percent, girl. But you know, I just until she posed that question and you put that out there, I'm like, they they look the same to me. It, okay. It's not that much okay. different until you put that on the front. Oh my! Oh. But thank you for pu- putting that out there. I'll look closer next time. <laughs> I just love it. I love giving Janelle a hard time. Marcus, I sit in the house. Thank you so much. What's going on, lady? Brian, Brian says they are the longest yard jerseys. Now, the longest yard, now I know that's a classic, but I never did see the movie, so I don't know if that's a joke or if he's trying to be trying to be serious. But um, and Jim Wilcox, thank you so much for tuning in to the show tonight. What's the, I know the, the longest yard was a football movie, but wasn't it about, I don't know what it was about. But, I never did. The person, the the lady who designed the um, who designed the new uniform said she intentionally went back to um, the way that she designed the, the new jerseys. It's kind of like a a play on the throwback. The older jerseys, the older now, Janelle, um, I don't uniforms. That. I can barely hear you. That that's not the phone. That's just me, honey. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I think that's, it's that's me and my. But the um that that's um she intentionally designed it that way. Can you hear me, Miss Terry? Because I can hear you. Hello. Yeah, we can hear you, Terry. Why don't you um I tell you what on the break? Why don't you hang up and then call back in? I'm gonna call back in. Okay. Y'all can hear me clearly, right? I'm good. Yes. Can you hear me clearly? Loud and clear. All right, so tell you what, we're going to go ahead and do a quick break, and then on the outside of this, it will be time. It will be time for the baddest lady in the land when her pen hits that pad. Yes, Lucinda's lyrics will be up right after the break. So don't move a muscle. It's the Fierce Force, and we got the round table tonight. Terry, Janelle, Aunt Lou, and TJ will be right back after the break. What'd you say? What'd you say? Hey.
347-826-7924. That is the number to call to talk to the ladies tonight. Oh, you know, if you know me, you know I'm an N.E. fan. And that was Johnny Gill, new edition. What? That was... Ooh, wee, N-E heartbreak. Why can't, oh, Lord have mercy. Okay, well, you already know what time it is. You know what time it is because I told you before the break. It is time, it is time for the baddest lady in the land when her pen hits that pad. Yes, it is time for Lucinda's lyrics. That means I have to pose the question. Miss Lucinda, what do you have on tap for us tonight? <laughs> Oh, good evening, LO Sports 2. I give you five ways to stay safe at home during COVID-19. The key adjective verb or adverb is clean. Number one, test your lungs by holding your breath for 10 seconds. You can do 20 if you reckon. Number two, Wash your hands 20 seconds or longer with soap and warm water, which makes your resistance stronger. Number three, disinfect your only mask if you don't have any more, and wash your clothes upon returning from the store. Number four, wipe down doors, handles, and countertops with bleach and alcohol to ensure the virus stops. Number five, lastly, read your Bible and pray. Always give God the first fruits of your day. You should pray morning, noon, and night. This will strengthen your faith and encourage your heart that everything will be all right. Because, people, we can win this fight. Better say it, ain't you? Oh, you better say it. And when we shall. Let's see if we can bring Terry and Jenny. Terry, are you with us? Uh-oh. Terry? Johnny and Terry. Name social security number. Uh-uh, not name a social security number. <laughs> okay, because we can't hear you if you can hear us. Can't hear me. Can hear me? Hang up. Yes, hello? Terry? Can you hear me? Yes. <coughs> I hear you. Okay. Okay. Everybody back to me now. I didn't hear okay. any of um, Aunt Lou's poem. I'll go back and listen to it. Okay. Let's shut down on that. It was, it was COVID-19 breakdown on how we need to stay clean and get over. Get over. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now. I love her summary. <laughs> she did that. Janelle, are you, are you in the house, Janelle?
you know, uh, I don't know really what old school has to do with it because none of these uh, have gained a championship back in the days. But, um, hey, whatever gets the motor running, I'm all for it. Hello? Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I can't even say nothing to you right now. I can't. <laughs> I, I honestly can't even say nothing to you. <laughs> I mean, you know, if like the Seahawks, you know, if they said that, you know, they were going to go and, and change their uniforms back to what was that, 2000 and what was that, 13, 14? When, when did the Seahawks win? Or at least they were making it to the Super Bowl back then. You know, I could, I could understand, but um, I don't know, but we shall see. Let's just hope that we all of these uniforms back on the field this coming September. 347-826-7924. That is the number to call to the ladies tonight. Tonight is the night. Okay, I'm just kidding. All right, ladies. So, let's get back to it. Um, Janelle, did you hear the back and forth with Todd Gurley and Deion Sanders? I, I just want to talk about this real quick. Um, yes, Todd I Gurley. Did. Okay, so my first, well, let me let me set the stage. Todd Gurley will be wearing the number 21 for the Atlanta Falcons this coming season, and anybody who is a Falcon fan or a football football fan, period, you know who wore number 21 back in the Falcons' heyday. Yes, prime time, Deion Sanders. So um, Todd Gurley was speaking to our local um, sports channel here, 92.9 The Game, and he stated that, you know, Deion really didn't give him his blessing to wear number 21. And also said that, you know, in so many words, you know, he, not that he had a problem with it, but again, he just didn't give him his blessing. So then Dion took to Twitter saying, you know, I was just joking. It was just a joke. The question is, do you really in your heart of hearts believe it was a joke, Janelle? And Terry, I want to ask you that as well. You know what? It's, um, sometimes it's hard. It's hard to take him. It's hard to know when he's serious and when he's not. The mm-hmm. thing, he's so arrogant. Oh, my goodness, he's so arrogant. Because yeah, the thing yeah. that cracked me up was because he said he really didn't care if he wore the number or not because it was, he, what, did he, what did he say? It was prime time that, that made the number. The number didn't make prime time. I said, yeah. you know what, this, I'm so done with him. I, I don't even know what to say about him sometimes. I, at first, when I first heard it, I thought that he might have been joking. But then I got to thinking about it, and I'm like, okay. It's Maybe Dion. he was serious, and yeah, right. It's Dion. He might have been serious about that thing. I totally agree. Terry, your thoughts on it? I I agree. I think he was serious about it. I really do. I mm-hmm. I think that he was serious about it. You know, but then he he might have thought about it and then tried to you know turn into a joke. But right, right. Somebody probably came from a. Hey, you know, you're looking kind of bad now here, Prime. Um, hey, Luke, um, you want to chime in on it real quick? Huh? Did you want to chime in on, on if you think that Dion should have a problem with Todd Gurley wearing his number for the Atlanta Falcons? Uh, not so. It's an individual thing. Dion was Dion, unless Gurley said his record, and Dion said his. You know, it's all good. It's all good in the neighborhood. Yeah, I truly don't believe that he was. He was joking initially. Now, like you said, Terry, maybe somebody, you know, maybe he thought about it or maybe somebody brought it to his attention. It's like, you know, this ain't a good look. But then again, it is crime. And I don't think really too many people can 
can kind of reel him in if it's something that he feels, you know, passionate about or, or something that he, he really feels. Um, I just think it. Now, let me ask you this, uh, Janelle Terry. Nobody has won, worn 21 since Dion left. It's not retired. I don't either, but you know, I was thinking it because I thought that it, I thought that his uh, jersey was retired, but yeah, no, I know it's not retired. I, but which, I, which leads to another question: It's like, okay, why isn't the number retired? I mean, it's prime time for us. I mean, it's, he, he was phenomenal for the for the Falcons. He put, you know, what I mean, even though he did leave and won Super Bowl right. with my Niners and the Cowboys, right? That's relevant. A, yeah. That's a good question. Why is it retired? Yeah. So I don't know. Is, is it like an understood thing? When people come into the Falcons, they know not to wear 21. I'm trying to think. Desmond Tufan, I thought he wore 21, but maybe not. I don't know. I can't, I, I can't really recall off, off the bat. But maybe it's an inside thing. Say that again, Janelle. Uh, I thought his uh, jersey number was 24. It could be. You know, I don't know. Hey, Jay, stop lying. <laughs> I, <don't know. laughs> I have no idea. No idea what number two five one. But uh, I would take that compliment. I mean, Ty Gurley came from you know George Bulldogs, and you know he's yeah. hopefully he's gonna want to return to his prime. So that might be his way of rejuvenating himself. You know, right? But I don't see prime time happening. But we shall see. We'll see how Ty Gurley does with the number. Three four seven eight two six seven nine two four. That is the number to call to talk to the ladies tonight on LL Sports Two. All right. So, uh, ladies, this Sunday, the Last Dance, Michael Jordan the Bulls is going to be airing. Did anybody catch the sack sack life on TNT last week? Did y'all happen to catch that? No, I didn't. No, I missed it. I want to see it too. Okay, I'm telling you, you can go on TNT. Anybody who missed it, you can go on TNT um, and mm-hmm. to the to their site, their their programming site, and you can watch. It's only one hour, but it's two thirty minute segments. So it came on last Thursday, and then it will conclude on tomorrow. But uh, so I don't want to give too much away, but you should definitely watch it. It covers his life from the end of the last basketball season, so end of 2019 basketball season um, up, up through, I guess, the summer um, and maybe the beginning of this year. I'm not exactly sure. But, again, it will wrap up um, tomorrow. But that is just um, – I'll give you this little caveat. He is probably one of the most giving athlete celebrities that we have and that we've seen in a long time. I mean, just his genuine um, good heart, good nature – it is so refreshing. And just to, you know, because I've met him several times, and he is just the, he's the pinnacle. Anytime you meet him, he is jovial. He is, he never turns away. It doesn't matter how many people come up to him. Um, it, it was, it was, I'm going to give you two little caveats. It was two little kids, you know, his daughters play basketball. And so it was two little kids that came up to him. They said, you know, can I get your autograph? He said, uh, you have a dollar? <laughs> and they were like, mm. No, we don't have a dollar. He's like, okay, well, give me five push-ups. And so he made the kids do the push-ups. But it was just so cute. Um, you know how the kids, they just got down there. But um, on a more personal note, 
you know, he was, um, him and his mom, before Sergeant came into their lives, he was a single parent, and Zach had a size, oh, I think it was 16 or 19 at the age of, like, 14, 15. So wow. he could not find shoes when he was growing up, and his mother, you know, couldn't basically afford them. So he wore, no, I'm sorry, he wore a 16 at the age of, he was in eighth grade. He had a, one pair of 13, and he had to wear those for three years. He said he would wash those shoes out every day to try to make them look new. I, I was just, it's just phenomenal when you see, you know, from where, from where he's come. Um, there was a child, that, a kid that hit no. him up on Instagram and said that, you know, he was size 19, can't find shoes, mom's a single mom, and can't afford them. And Shaq took him, bought him 10 pairs of shoes, and it was time for prom. Um, bought him some clothes and everything, but it was just like I said, you just got to see it. It's um, a phenomenal show. It's on TNT uh, tomorrow night, 9 p.m. It'll show the last uh, two episodes. But if you did miss it, just go to TNT's website and um, you'll be able to catch the first two episodes. Okay. Um, you know, you, you yeah. know he is—he is well, my absolute favorite. But the thing that I love about him more than anything is that he is so. In addition to his being so can't he is so humble, his humility and his fun loving caring spirit, he is just you don't see that. You it know, everybody is always it it really is because everybody's always so worried about, you know, what this person's gonna think of them or what that person he does not care. He will make a fool of himself and make a fool of you while he at it. I absolutely yeah. love it. And he has the he has the greatest the 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 biggest sense of humor. He's always joking and playing. Definitely. Yeah, I, I love that. He's 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 really he's a he's a big guy, you know. And you would think that, you know, he, he's it's enough that he's so big and intimidating. But you know, but he, he's he always joking and playing. I, I I like to see him when he's with Kenny and his boys. You know what I mean? Because he really act like a big old kid. Oh my goodness! Yes. Yeah, I love it. One of my favorite shows of all time. A sports talk show inside the NBA. I love it. Love it. I would stay up yes. just to watch because they are phenomenal. But you are so right. It's just his his, his good nature. Um, he is just a genuinely good person. He has a good heart. Forget where he comes, uh, where where he came from, and um, you know he is he is about helping out wherever, whenever he can. It goes through how he um, got on the board of Papa John's. It talks about the backlash. I'm telling y'all, it, if you didn't catch it, it is it's really a good uh, a good watch. Um, they, they've done a really good job, and um, just you know, showing him his personality, um, his life with his family, um, it, it's it's really good job, really good job. So make sure y'all catch that TNT uh, tomorrow night, and if you can catch the first two episodes, um, you can catch it on either on demand or go to TNT's website, and you can catch the first two episodes as well. Three four seven eight two six seven nine two four. That is the number to call to talk to the ladies tonight. Um, but like I said, just on the heels of, of that, it's going to be great because we'll be able to see, starting on Sunday, the last dance, Michael Jordan um, in the dynasty of Chicago Bulls, their run um, from 91 to 96. So I cannot wait. Oh, my goodness. Uh, but, yeah, firing guard Foreman. So happy to hear that. And John Paxson, he is no longer the GM. I'm not, not sorry, not GM, but um, basketball operations, I believe it is. He has now moved to a senior advisor. So, good riddance. 
Hopefully now we can get some new, some fresh systems. Uh, good players. And we become relevant again. That's all I want to say. All right, ladies. I'm done. All right. So, um, ladies, quick question for you. Um, they were trying to say that if basketball does come back, that they would need at least one month before kicking into the uh, postseason. And uh, like I said, we just talked about, you know, how they would be able to come back um, to playing in the summer, you know, with no fans and all of that. But do you think, um, Angelo, I think we talked about this on last week, but do you think that we can have the finals wrapped up by September? Or should we even care if they go into November, December? Should we even care? Oh, I'm I'm not going to care. I'm just going to be honest with you. But I'm just I'm going to also let you know that I don't care what day they put it on. If it if it coincides with a football game, somebody's Mm going to lose out. (laughs) I'm I'm sorry. I got to have my football. I know that's right, Mm Janelle. Amen. Okay. Well, like I said, they don't have to play on Sundays. They can play every other every other night, and then they don't play on. What's up, Marty? I see you in the house. Thank you so much for tuning in. But, ladies, you know, really, this is my main question because with no fans in the stands, that means that there's probably not going to be there's not going to be anybody at sports bars. You know, nobody is going to be getting out, which means that everybody is going to have to stay home. And if you are out of market. How are you going to be able to see your team? Do you think that all of these sports mm. are free? That's my main question. Oh. Will we have the direct TV package, the football package, for free? Just like we were talking about with the players, it's not their fault. You know, they shouldn't be punished by not getting paid. Same token with the owners. You know, they really shouldn't be punished. This is no one's fault. So should they punish the fans and make us pay to watch our team? Because we won't be able to go to the bar and go to the game. Well, I guess that I know is that. a good question <laughs> and a very good point. But let me just tell you, even if they do make us pay, I'm just gonna go ahead and pay for it. I gotta see my football. Tina, <laughs> <laughs> it gets so bad. I promise you, it gets so bad that I I literally will have my 65-inch in the living room and bring my 46-inch um, from the bedroom and put it right out in front. Sometimes it gets, I'll have three different games going on three different devices at once. It gets bad. Mm-hmm. I, a football yeah. season is bad for me. It's bad. Yeah. That is, uh, that, that's the main thing I was worried about. I'm not going to lie to you. You know, I was talking to uh, Brian Webb. He was, on, he was on the timeline last week. And, you know, he was saying that, you know, if, if people go to the sports bars, he's not going to be there for the first month. I'm right there with him because, you know, people are already nasty. So I, I can't see myself out of the sports bars no time soon if football, you know, does, does resume on time. But with that, I mean, that means I'm going to have to be at home. And I'm, I'm going to have to I'm gonna have to sacrifice. I'll have to sacrifice and get the package, NFL package. But I think that they should be 
Understanding Enough, DirecTV. So if anybody's out there, if you work for DirecTV, or if you have anybody in your family that works for DirecTV, go ahead and plant that seed now. It is April. I'm going to plant that seed. I'm going to plant that seed for you tomorrow, Tina. I'm going to plant that seed for you tomorrow. I'm going to talk to my AP, AVP, and I'm going to put that question out there. I got a face-to-face with AVP tomorrow. Terry, you better do it. You better do it quick, fast, and a hurry, girl. I'm, yeah. I'm going to talk to him tomorrow. I promise you, I'm going to talk to him tomorrow. I'm going to put it out there. Because I'm telling you, the fans should not be punished because we are out of market and, you know, we, we can't go to the games. We won't the, the, the sports bars. They will have to shut down. They might they might even have a quarantine. You can only have ten people in the bar at a time. Ain't, ain't nobody live like that. So they need to go ahead and start, um, you know, start budgeting how they need to do it. But come September, that NFL package needs to be free all the way to February. Free, free. <laughs> free, 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 free. Yeah, don't that sound good? The free 99. That's what it needs to be. Gratis. Free, gratis, gratis. Got this. All right. And then y'all can just thank me. But, Terry, oh, yes, if you could do that, I would. Lord have mercy. I would love to see that. All right, y'all. All right. So we're back. It's almost a wrap here. Real quick, I, I uh, didn't know if we would get time to it. Um, I don't know if you ladies heard uh, NASCAR. Did you hear about Kyle Larson? Just threw, out no. there with, threw the N-word out there all willy-nilly. Um, he is so out of touch that <laughs> – he even used the word in the wrong context. Um, we all know that there's two ways that, that people say the word with card E, I'm sorry, with card R and with A. doesn't really matter. If you're not black, you shouldn't be using it anyway. Even as black people, I think that we should ban the word as well. However, generally when you hear it in the songs and all that, you know, when people are trying, trying to talk to each other, they use it with the A. Well, Kyle Larson, uh, he was former NASCAR racer, and uh, they were doing a virtual race. And so it was just different people. It just wasn't even really um, race car drivers, but it's just you know a virtual race. So there were a lot of people, different people on the on the platform. And he was talking to one of them. Um, somebody didn't answer him quick enough, so he was like, you know, let me just go ahead and, and say it verbatim. Um, he said, "You can't hear me." And then he said, "Hey, everybody can hear you." And then another person said, "Oh, did you just say that?" Somebody else said, "Yikes." So everybody knew his whole career was about to, you know, take a turn for the worse. Uh, he was, first he was suspended, then they finally fired him. This is Chip uh, Genasi Racing. Um, they fired him on Tuesday. Of course, he lost corporate sponsors and all of that. So, uh, of course, NASCAR's um, remedy for everything, sensitivity training, and he will not be employed again until he goes through sensitivity training. So, just your overall thoughts, ladies. <laughs> is he white? Huh? Japanese and white. And he was a he was a stark supporter of NASCAR diversity three years ago because he wanted oh, yeah. you know NASCAR to open up and be diverse in their in their racers. Yes. Uh, uh. People, you know, I'm just going to say it. I'm going to say this, I'm going to say this, and I'm going to be done because Dr. King is telling me to say this. I'm just going to say it. Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speak. People just, you know, 
whatever's on your heart, whatever's in your heart, it's going to come out. Okay. And, when you, and sometimes you don't even have to put a lot of heat and pressure to the person. They just decide they just want to say something. Mm-hmm. And then again, he could have been calling that. He could have used the word because maybe he was calling somebody else that, you know, one of his friends. Because sometimes, you know, the white people they be calling, calling their friends that name as well. Exactly. But I don't know. But I'm, I'm just gonna say whatever's in the heart is gonna come out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Shout out to my brother Craig Graham. I see you in the house. Go on. Janelle, Terry, any, any thoughts on the? You know, I just don't think he should use the word. I just don't like the word, you know, even when our own, you know, use it. So I don't like the word period, so I just don't feel he should have used it regardless what exactly. he was thinking of. I don't know if you saw the apology, but that yeah. was the worst apology. He, he wasn't apologizing because he said it. He was apologizing because he got caught. Always. That was the it was the most insincere. I I was listening to him like, wow, this is um again a millennium. I I just I don't know about these new single kids these days. I really don't. Yeah, it's um we know that wasn't the first time he used it. And you know, was he trying to be derogatory with it? I really don't think so. I think he was just that dumb and naive to think that because he had heard it in a rap song and he probably done called. You know his voice that he just he's stupid, but uh-huh. he's stupidly unemployed right about now. All right, ladies, do with that. It's a wrap. That's the show. <laughs> Time for the out, and we will start with Goodell. I'm at a loss for words with you, you making my young lady. I don't know what has gotten into you, but it was definitely a wonderful show tonight. I'm happy to be back to the two hours because, like you said, the time goes by so fast. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to give a shout-out to Marlon because I truly do miss him. I, I miss his, his that that sense of reason that he has when Mr. Sender flies off the deep end. <laughs> um I I missed you guys last week. I really did. As you can hear, my voice is still not quite where it's supposed to be. But um, when I'm not with, trust me, when I'm not with you, I'm I'm with you in spirit because you're always in my heart. But I did. I missed you guys last week. Uh, Miss Lucinda, you you are something else. I, as bad as you are, you you are just absolutely hilarious, and I enjoy listening. Confidently that you and your niece bring to this show. I promise you. I, I don't. Sometimes I don't know which one of you guys are gonna be worse. If it's gonna be her, if it's gonna be you. And then when she is really on the like tonight, I don't know what's going on with Jukebox Judy is just singing every song she can sing. I, I don't know what's going on with her tonight, but I love it. I absolutely love it. Um, it I think it's in the water, Janelle. <laughs> I think it's in I think it's in the jeans. I don't know about the water. I think it's in the jeans. Yeah. I didn't have a shot. I was born with it. I was born with it. That's right. <laughs> Thank you so much. We definitely miss you when you're not here, but we you know, we definitely understand because life happens and things come up. So but we definitely miss you when you're not here. All right. Terry, you're up. 
As always, ladies, I love you. And when I am not with you guys, um, I'm with you in spirit. Last week was um, spring break week, and I had to help out with the kids. And y'all did, definitely did not want me on y'all call with all that noise going on. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> during this time, I just pray that we continue to um, uplift each and every one in prayer during this pandemic time, and, you know, it will all be in God's timing. And I pray for those that do not have a relationship with God, that they take this time to build that relationship with God, to continue to pray, because we can never get enough of prayer, and to read their word, even if they just open the Bible, just read a couple. I'll just read, as our pastor say, until something touched them. Right. But I love you guys from the bottom of my heart. Keep doing what you do best. Uplifting one another. Be blessed and have a blessed week. I love Thank you. Thank you so much. And we love you right back. Ain't Lou? I just want to say, I just want to say, I just want to say, uh, I missed you last week, Miss <laughs> I missed you last week, Miss Terry. Um, and, and I was on spring break last week, too, and I'm just going to plug this in. And, Janelle, don't you even say anything. You hear me? I'm gritting my teeth right now. Yeah, I was on spring break last week, but I was on that show. Kids or no kids, I didn't really have any kids, though. Well, everybody okay, so. has responsibility, St. Louis. Okay. All right, TJ, be quiet. So anyway, I just want to say I missed you last week. And uh, Janelle, you know, I always miss you. You just, you just MIA, and, you know, when you're MIA, I just want to go find you, want to send out my, my squad and find you. But um, it's just I love it when the four of us are here because it's like everybody brings a different energy, a different vibe. And I just, you know, and it's, it's just the, we are definitely a family, you know, even though T.G. and I are really blood. But, you know, but you guys are family. It's just, just you guys knowing her and, and I'm getting to know you guys through T.J. And I just thank God for that. Uh, um, and so, Janelle, I just want to say you just you hang in there, and I don't think I was bothering you tonight. I think I did really good. You should give me an A plus 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 tonight, because you might not ever see this again. And um, TJ, <laughs> I just want to say. I want to say I love you so much, niece. You work my nerves. Sometimes you work my nerves. But, you know, you're my blood, and I just got to deal with you and, and love on you. I'm just so proud of you. I don't, I just, I'm looking forward to, you know, with us having this coronavirus coming into the year, God got so much more stuff for us, and I just still feel that the blessings are coming in 2020, even, I mean, despite all this stuff we've gone through already. And I'm, I'm just looking forward to where he's going to be positioning you and just know I'm going to be your biggest supporter, even bigger than Janelle. Yeah. <laughs> all right, ladies. We'll be back next Wednesday night, okay? Start it all over again. Y'all be blessed for the rest of your week. I love you, ladies. Yes, you as well. Love you, guys. Love you. Love you. Bye. Love you. That is the number to call to talk to the ladies. That's the fierce force of in the house, the round table in full effect. Yes, Aunt Lou, Terry, Janelle, and your girl TJ. All right, so uh, real quick before we get out of here, there's only one thing, Wednesday Wikipedia, that we that I want to talk about that we need to talk about. Seventy-eight years ago, Jackie Robinson broke the color barrier, and he was the first black, um, I don't want to say male because it is, it is MLB is all male, but um, 
he was the first um, black player uh, to be in the MLB, 1947, April the 15th. So shout out to Jackie Robinson, and shout out to MLB for always um, still acknowledging that. Um, even with, you know, with the situation they're in, um, they did something um, online today uh, in in celebration of that. Um, he played first base for the um, Dodgers at the age of 28. So shout out to Jackie Robinson um, just for uh, the courage and um, – the strength that that had to that he had to endure uh, back in those times. So again, April fifteenth, Jackie Robinson, first black uh, player in MLB. All right. So that's going to do it for the show tonight. Um, there was birthdays to celebrate today. I really didn't know. It's basically like um, uh, reality TV stars. Everybody's important. I know, but anyway. But for tomorrow, let me just give you the line, uh, the rundown lineup. Selena, uh, she would have been forty nine. Um, Bill Belichick, he turns 68. Akon will turn 47. Chance the Rapper turns 27. Martin Lawrence, yes, comedian Martin Lawrence, will turn 55. And the GOAT, greatest center of all time. I know it's debatable, but Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, he will turn 73. It's players like that that make me wish that I could have uh, or that I that I affected the game a little bit more when I was younger. Um because he's a bad man when I, I just watch highlights, even the black and white ones. You better know it. But Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, he turns 73 tomorrow. All right. So shout out to everybody who tuned in. I see you. Jeremy, thank you so much. My brother Craig Graham in the house. Thank you all so much for tuning in to the show. Everybody who ten, tuned in, two minutes, 20 minutes, one hour, two hours. Thank you all for the support. Shout out to Marlon, Mr. Silicon Valley. Shout out to Ronbo, Ronbo Sports. Shout out to Marvin and Harold Chambers. Shout out to Stephanie, Shanisa, Morgan, Mari, Didi, Jackie, and Brianna. Shout out to Aunt Lou for bringing the strength once again with Lucinda's lyrics. She did that. She broke down, uh, you know, how we need to stay safe with this COVID. You better do it. catch it on the, on the podcast or on the timeline on Facebook. Like I said, Fearsome Force, I'm back in the house tonight. Terry and Janelle, we missed you last week, but I truly, I, you know, I understand, like I said, life happens. You are missed when you're not here, but it's always good to have you. I love you, ladies, and thank you for everything that you do for the show. Um, happy birthday shout-out to my grandmother, Mrs. Trudy Bell Jackson. She turns 93 today, so shout-out to her, Aries, in the house. And happy, happy heavenly birthday uh, to my grandfather, Jeannie Jackson, um, Jr., uh, whose birthday was April 16th, so they were nine years and a day apart. Um, he was born in 1918, so I don't like to say, you know, because that's 102. I don't know if Papa would have made it that long, 102, but you never know because people are living longer nowadays. But, um, but yeah, he was born April 16th. We lost him back in 2006, so shout-out to you, Papa. Uh, shout-out to my daddy, Lawrence Jackson, to my brother, D'Angelo Jackson. Thank you, fellas, for all of your love and support. And last, but by no, oh, real quick, Pionki. Thank you. Shout out to Pionki. He tuned. He called in tonight to give us the stats on the uh, black population in uh, Detroit and uh, Louisiana, New Orleans. Thank you so much, Pionki. We'll see you next week. And uh, last but by no means least, to my mom, Miss Denise Green, just for everything you do for me, for LL Scores 2, always holding down the timeline, always holding down Facebook for me. I love you, Essie, and I wouldn't want to take this journey with anyone but you. All right. Well, I mean, I would like to be married one day, but that's neither here nor there. I love you, Mommy. <laughs> All right, y'all. So that is going to do it for the show tonight. Um, it leaves time for only one more thing, TJ's motivational moment. And uh, tonight, I kind of want to piggyback off of what um, Terry said 
you know, that um, whatever we need, you know, it, it is in, in the Bible. Um, our pastor, uh, Dr. Joseph L. Williams, he is holding a Bible study for us at noonday uh, virtually. And he made a very uh, good point today um, in Bible study just saying that, this time here of the pandemic, of, of the stay-at-home orders, it should really give us a time to reflect inward with ourselves. And we should come out of this pandemic new people, you know, new thoughts, new aspirations, um, just being appreciative of everything it is that we have. We concentrate so much on the things that we don't have. And that's putting emphasis on what we do have, what we are grateful for, what we need to work on, whether it's, you know, um, uh, a better attitude, just being a better uh, person, friend, daughter, sister, uh, you know, just whatever it is that, that is within you, make that better and concentrate on just being a better person. Um, I, I say it all the time, if there's something that it is that you want to go after, your goals, your aspirations, this is the time. You don't have nothing but time on your hands. Get your plans together. Get your thoughts together. Get an outline. Get a guide and just and go for it. Once we're out of this pandemic, nothing is stopping you. And coming off of the heels of Easter, um, you know, I don't know if it's appropriate to say this, but I just feel, you know, coming off of the hills of Easter, it was Resurrection Sunday. So let this be a resurrection in our lives. Get down deep within yourself. You don't have to lie to yourself. Just get yourself in a corner. What is it that you want to accomplish? What is it that you want to change about your life? And do it. Let this be a resurrection of being the best you that you can continue to be. All right, I'm TJ, and that's my motivational moment. We'll see you back here next week, 347-826-7924, 8 p.m. Wednesday night. Until then, y'all, y'all be blessed. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.